Hey there, it's Coach Tim, Spider Cave Studios, Torrance, California. Um, I wanted to explore the complicity of Republicans and fake news. Now, if you're a right winger, you may find this a little bit surprising, a little bit objectionable. Hopefully, a little bit compelling. So, I mentioned this because I was thinking about years ago, uh, I was just telling this story the other day, years ago, um, I was involved with an MLM and I've had a couple, couple experiences with MLM. Um, some minor experiences that I don't count as the couple, but the the two I'm thinking about, I, I did in, in somewhat a large way, which also includes a somewhat large chunk of money. Um, and, um, and time, and time. And so one of the things that came out of the second um, experience with MLM was a... Uh, a product. These guys sold uh, vitamins, like a lot of these the network marketing or MLMers do. But there was one product that was very impressive. And what that product was a pain relief product. And I think it was called PR10, if I'm not mistaken. And it was like a giant roll-on. And it just rolled on, and it was made out of capsaicin, or red peppers. <laughs> and, man, it was hotter than heck. But I'll tell you what, I've never used a pain reliever that was so uh, powerful as that. Uh, now, I've always joked, maybe it's because it causes so much pain on your skin that it... Uh, you can't notice the pain going on in your muscles or your, or your, your back. And so, I, I later down the road, and this, when that, I was involved with that was probably 25 at least years ago. And, um, uh, so jump forward several years, and I'm in a CVS or somewhere like that, a Rite Aid, and they have a capsaicin little thing, right, that you can kind of squeeze on or roll on. And so I tried it, and it worked with, uh, as I recall, the same sort of efficacy as, as what I originally had experienced. And now what's funny is that uh, I used to joke, and this is way at the infancy of the internet, so really probably doesn't even have a possibility now. But back then, I used to, to joke, if, if you find a product in MLM, a, uh, a vitamin or something that is taking off like wildfire, I used to joke that you have about a six-month to a one-year window to sell oodles of it because it will soon show up on the shelves of GNC. 
it was almost as if GNC was testing viability through the uh, the MLMs or the network marketing companies. And uh, the other thing that came out of that that was a big lesson is that uh, anything like that has an ability to be duplicated. I could build my own, which is what you know, CBS and Rite Aid and these other places have done. I don't even know if the other the company, the original company, is still in business or not. I have no idea. But the product uh, similarity is, and so we we all risk that kind of uh, commoditization. Technology begs to be commoditized to be duplicated. Um, what I wanted to talk about was on the product side and the marketing side of fake news is that it is the business people who have been complicit in in skewering or or obfuscating, blurring the lines of real and fake. Uh, even if you have seen it before, and certainly in the old days with direct response marketing, copywriting, we would see uh, articles that would be made to appear very news-like, as if it was a press release, a news release from a, uh, a respectable outlet. And so over you know, the last 40, 50 years, more and more of this technique has been duplicated and advocated such that we see uh, hyperbole and exaggeration as the rule of marketing as opposed to selling something that works. So I'll give you another example. So, and this is a little bit edgy, so uh, forgive me if this uh, is something that, that might offend you, but about 25 years ago, about the same time, as the MLM, I had met a person who uh, kind of eccentric, and he's from uh, Asia, and he says, "Hey, I am looking for something that uh, that's herbal," and he, we had met through the MLM, so he was wondering if they had anything or or I knew where to get because I was uh, quite in shape and. Uh, uh, bodybuilding just you know for fun and health but uh, I was taking different herbal supplements exotic stuff uh, legal I never did anything illegal um, but base you know hoping on the promise of it and I found this stuff called uh, tribulus I think it was and I had the source the guy who got it first as a distributor in the United States I was buying it from for myself. Now you can find it. I, I go down to my local uh, favorite vitamin store and it's, it's on the shelf there. Um, 
so I was still testing it out, and I said, well, I'm taking this stuff. It has all these promises, you know, from the people selling it, blah, blah, blah. And it's supposed to increase testosterone, amongst other things, for, you know, anabolic gain of muscle. Uh, and, you know, that implies if there's a boost in testosterone, of course, then there's a boost in other, uh, let's just say, masculine uh, compulsions. <laughs> And uh, he says, well, I, there, that genre of stuff is big where he's from in, in Asia. And uh, can you get me some to test? I said, sure. So I got him a box of it. And uh, he sent it over. And nobody really thought much of it. And by the time I had kept a couple of bottles for myself uh, from the batch and, and was pretty much had determined by that point that stuff really doesn't work uh, for lifting weights or for anything that I can notice. Now, I was going off of my own example, uh, my own experience. I was not measuring, and maybe indeed my uh, blood uh, levels of testosterone had gone up a blip. But when you sell it, as a replacement almost for steroids which was quite a you know back probably through mid 90s i think steroids were were quite a temptation amongst uh, muscle heads as well as athletes and unfortunately i'm finding that uh, i've heard through the grapevine uh, on the college level and other sports than football interestingly enough uh, that it's kind of making a, uh, a comeback, un unfortunately. But, uh, so yeah, back then I was very interested in anything that could replace, going back to my football days, anything that could replace steroids, because I wasn't gonna, about to take those. I knew people who were on my team, and when, you know, I know from them, when they took steroids, they knew they were taking steroids. And if it was fake, they would know it. Because when you take that stuff, you know you're taking it. Uh, because the results are dramatic. Your mood swings, uh, sex drives changes, uh, muscles you know, grow, strength immediate or pretty immediate, etc., etc. Uh, I'm not advocating this, by the way. It's like I said, I've never taken it. However, that was the promise, or at least somewhat, of, and, or the implication of the uh, tribulus, or with the market name was Tribestan, I think. Uh, it's like I said, it's still out there. I don't know if it's sold by the same distributor or not, but uh, I think he got it from the Ukraine or somewhere like that. And um, so that's an example of sell overselling. Okay, it's just overselling and. I have, you know, first of all, I would guess that most of my fellow marketers over abundantly are either right-wing, conservative, Republican, and or libertarian, okay? And so all of us are complicit in fake news if we have played in the over-exaggeration of product demonstration or selling. And a lot of people will say, well, that's just selling. You, you, you build up the benefits. 
Well, they're, in my book, they're, it comes with a, a, a sense of responsibility. And so the crap that we see in the news today uh, is sadly being accepted because I think as a culture, we've been dumbed down through a consumeristic, uh, a consumeristic level of, of consumption, starting with marketing, that has allowed us to just accept BS. And so when, you know, somebody, you know, the Russians, you know, gave Trump the election, which is absolutely an absurd statement for anybody with a logic filter, uh, or many of the other things that, that are told, like, you know, the world's ending because of global warming in 12 years or whatever's out there, or it's the biggest national security crisis in, in our history. Uh, that's accepted, you know, and I know those are big political, you know, charged words, but you don't even need to go there. I, I'm, I'm using exaggeration throughout this talk to, to make the point. And, you know, exaggeration has its point. It does, though, exaggerate when you're trying to draw something that's very analytical to something that's an emotional purchase. And that's what copywriters and salespeople have to do, right? We, we know that we buy because of emotional reasons. So if I want to take steroids, but I really don't, but I want the same effects of them because it's not fair that those guys are getting them and I'm not, well, buy this instead. It will do the trick without actually ever crossing the line that says it will do, to say it will do the trick. It, it, it will, um, you know, it's implied. And so I'm not blaming whoever it was that sold me on the idea of Trebestan. I'm just saying that this is out of control in our culture, where, in, and especially today, I mean, that was 25 years ago. Today, with the net and, and everything else, and everything's yelling. The reason that part of the reason there's fake news is because there's an over proliferation, if I can say that of messages that are begging to be heard um, that all have a consumer interest, right? If, if I'm a sale, I'm trying to sell, right? I sell uh, marketing and, and uh, uh, your, your persona building as well as digital SEO, etc. then I've got to yell to get it out there, right? So I don't really yell. I don't make hyperbole. I don't overstate uh, the efficacy of my work, and there's still, still, it happens that uh, I have clients, and it seems like this year more than ever, that have an overestimation of the results they're going to get. And part of that is because of other marketers, and the messages get skewed. And I've noticed that for over almost two decades, since the beginning where people are being told what to expect from SEO and then come to me, uh, you know, for whatever reason, they, they were told I'm the best, they were told that I've been around the longest, whatever the reason is, and 
but they expect results yesterday. You know, I literally had someone yell at me. I'm not kidding. Yell at me about 15 years ago because they were not getting giant traffic. And it was like two weeks after we started. <laughs> um, oops. Uh, Should have done a better job building expectations. But you sometimes you just don't know that they've been, the prospects have been, you know, fed nonsense from other marketers. You know, maybe they bought an ebook saying, you know, do SEO and get rich tomorrow. Uh, and all of our businesses are, are like that. And so we are either going to sell, uh, you know, just fairy dust, or if we sell the real thing, then, and we have integrity, then we need to, to work at building proper expectation but at the same time inoculating against the nonsense that is the marketplace um, because all you have to do is look at the fake news and what's called news and realize that's nothing but a manifestation of what looks like works but at the end of the day it's a race to the gutter because you have to create more and more sensationalism in, or hyperbole in order to be able to sell the next gig. And so you end up in constant promotion mode. And that's if you look at you know the news stations, they're constantly promoting some new whatever. Um, and, uh, and it's this, and that's hyper sensationalized. And you see that within the guru set of marketers out there. I, I just saw uh, something that came in that said, buy my entire lifetime archive of material for 99 bucks. I don't know why, why I clicked it. I clicked it and it says, buy all my stuff that I've ever produced for 99 bucks. Uh, you know, it might be, that might be worth it, I guess. I don't know. I mean, the guy's been pretty successful. And then I started thinking, I'm like, I've purchased this stuff before, and it wasn't that good. The marketing was good. The marketing was pretty good. Not saying ethical, but good. <laughs> uh, and so I look at the bottom, and it's 99 bucks times nine months. Hmm. That's not what I was told on the email that got me to click. Very similar to the trick that I copied years ago when I stopped paying attention to this particular guru. Uh, I followed his advice and I ticked off a bunch of my email subscribers because um, it was seen as disingenuous and trickery. Um, so, my I'll give you an example, one more example of the kind of hidden agenda type of marketing where the the you know don't look in the left hand while the right hand's doing doing all the work um my daughter recently went to what i would call an mlm meeting it was not a meeting 
it was, she said, it was a meet up, quote unquote, that seems to be the new word. We're having a meet up and we're going to network about business. Well, okay, I type in the name of this company and all over the internet it's a MLM. But the one she went to is not. Something different. Okay. Alright. Not sure what to make of that. I'm not, you know, I don't want to get in a big argument with my, my daughter. And so she comes in the office a little while ago. Where are you going? I'm going to the, down to the beach for a meetup. I'm like, oh God. This, <laughs> this is becoming a thing. She goes, no, not that. I go, well, what? It's, oh, it's about this uh, clothing line. Uh, that that we're all we all are enthusiasts about and I said can I explain to you something about marketing and she goes yeah I said you know and, and she's she's her, her 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 dad's daughter for sure I mean she's she's read probably half my books since the time she was in the sixth grade she actually read Richard Brody's uh, the um, Oh heck, what's it called? It's on memes. It's called the Mind Virus, I think it's called, uh, which is one of, to me one of the most profound books I've ever read. She read it in the seventh grade. Um, <laughs> uh, did a fire walk with Tony Robbins in the in the seventh grade. Uh, need I say anymore? So she's and then, so she's read half of my stuff and then read uh, the books that she get she buys and then I end up stealing and reading hers. So we don't know whose book is whose anymore. Anyway, so I said, do you want to learn how marketers make themselves huge? She goes, what do you mean? I go, well, instead of being going to a meetup, I said, why don't you have your own meetup? I said, the guys that write these books, do we really know, and I'm going to pick on somebody, and I'm not calling him a liar, I'm just saying that uh, he's big, bigger because of his books than he probably really was, and he leveraged it, and, uh, well, I'm not going to name names, but a big guy who on with books who uh, has... Uh, is well known for sales um, 10 times <laughs> if you know what I mean and I said nobody knows has anybody done the research to find out if this guy's actually done what he has done or sold what he has sold or been what he's been same thing with rich, rich dad poor dad is there really a rich dad is there really a poor dad or was that just a great metaphor um and on and on and on. And the point is, forgetting about ethics, I said, uh, and if you could do that, uh, the question is, um, isn't that what blew them up as opposed to the real story? The real story probably isn't n nearly as interesting as the book. Because uh, business usually isn't. So I said, I, I said, what I call this is hijacking. And, and by the way, why I do these podcasts is to give me authority. 
and uh, as well as why I publish and do the, all the other things I do because it gives uh, you know Team Spider Juice authority. Um, learned that from a mentor of mine said years ago he says you guys want to you know have instant authority without having to go out and write a book and do all this stuff go to the local radio station uh, rent some time and there's always remnant time that they're willing to sell some more than others and a lot of times you'll know the ones on AM that are running some infomercial version of radio at 6 or 7 a.m. in the morning and a lot of times it's about vitamins from some doctor or it's in my experience uh, some sort of uh, mortgage uh, type of deal and funny enough uh, a guy I used to know uh, quite well uh, about 10 or 15 years probably about 15 years ago uh, I think he had access to that mentors uh, tape so to speak is the the mp3s of it because I I it was recorded I, w I was originally part of it and it was recorded and I and I recall him saying oh I, I I didn't know that you were on this next thing I know he's renting space and he's I'm listening to him on my local radio and I never got a chance to ask him about that and what gave him that idea but anyway so what you're doing is you're hijacking authority and what um, my mentor had told me to do uh, to do it well is that you actually um, invite uh, authors of books to be interviewed and they're happy to do it they want to sell books and 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 you could do that now very easily through podcasts and and you'll notice that I do that every so often I'll interview a guy or a gal about their their recent books that I think my audience would find interesting so I told her I said that's what you do is you become the Pied Piper and you do that by putting people together and everybody thinks it's magic that you're the one who put it together so you get the credit and whether that be through the radio through podcasts or whatnot if you have words to say and if just even a few of them are, are heard you are now the authority and you have some social equity to go out and sell something so hopefully that was illuminating some real real thinking and consideration you'll find that what I shared with you is extremely profound and can change your marketing forever uh, or like I said you can do the the churn and burn and play promotion all day long and never really build a brand because you're constantly churning and there are different types of marketing and marketers and so this is what I'm saying if you have a, a business and you want longevity you know yeah we got to puff stuff up and we have to play on the the realms of a little bit of hyperbole and emotionality we have to do that but let's do it with integrity 
so that we can not, you know, because if you, let's, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. A lot of the people, you know, and God love them and the good, good Republicans, good conservatives that I know, they'll tell me it's not their problem. It's, it's, they're agnostic to the ethics. It's selling. It's capitalism. Um, I'm agnostic. I'm, I tend to swing libertarian. And I tend to swing agnostic. And uh, however, I'm not agnostic that my actions have consequences. And so I'm saying that we, we need to, you know, yeah, I get it. It, it takes, you got, just got to be careful. You have to be uh, known as a person of integrity. And when you're known as a person of integrity, people were, you'll get the business just because people want, are tired of being sold stuff that are going to act like steroids and more so or less act like uh, maybe diuretics or something, you know. Um, so hopefully I've encouraged you to do better marketing by being a better business person and a person who delivers on their word and uh, the world will be a better place. Hey, this is Coach Tim. I hope uh, you found this encouraging. Enjoy.